God is so good. The only reason we can give is because God has been so good. The only reason we're here is because God is so good. Even when things are bad, God is still good. And today we are continuing our theme of the year for well-being or health matters. And we're into the summer weeks, holiday-type weeks. It's a good time just to celebrate, chill and relax. And it's good to find time to relax and rest and just celebrate life. But today I'm going to read from Psalm 66 and give some seven reasons why we celebrate the goodness of God, to celebrate God in our life. No celebration is more than just an excuse for a party. And I know some of you don't need much of an excuse for a party. But celebration is more than just an excuse for a party, I read this week. No, celebration, quite literally, is taking a moment to pause and acknowledge the good. So for the next few moments, I'm going to share from Psalm 66, not Route 66, Psalm 66, and just bring out seven, very briefly, reasons for us to pause, pause, and acknowledge the good in our God. I'm going to read the whole psalm and then pick some items from it. Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of his name. Tell the world how glorious he is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done what awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea and his people went across on foot. There we rejoiced in him. For by his great power, he rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands, and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God, you have purified us like silver. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple, with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. This is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you, the best of my rams as a pleasing aroma and a sacrifice of bulls and male goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed his sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer 
or withdraw his unfailing love from me. As I said, looking at reasons to celebrate God from this psalm. Number one, celebrate his name. Pause and acknowledge the good of his name. The psalmist says, sing about the glory of his name. Psalm 135 verse 3 says this, celebrate his lovely name with music. You know, we need to celebrate his name. We sing songs like, what a beautiful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. What a powerful name it is. It's a name above all other names. His name is his ointment poured forth. What's in a name? Well, let me tell you why we celebrate the name of Jesus, the name which is above every other name. Because in his name, there is salvation. There is healing. There is deliverance. There is peace. There is joy. There is life. There is light. There is hope. There is freedom. There is love. There's acceptance. There's forgiveness. There's comfort. There's guidance. And there is so much more. That is why we need to celebrate his name. You know, celebration is good for us psychologically, physically, and spiritually when we celebrate the right things. It's good for our well-being to pause and acknowledge the good. And you know, we need to pause and acknowledge the good of his name. We used to sing an old, old song. It says, there is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name on earth. Pause and acknowledge, celebrate his name. Number two, told you to be quick. Celebrate his power. Verse three, say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Pause and acknowledge the deeds, the actions of God. Celebrate creation. Celebrate creation over these summer months, these sunset skies which are glorious, Aren't they great? Look at the stars in the sky. Look at all the mountains and the lakes or whatever you're holidaying or resting. Look at the creation of God. And to me, there's times I just look and I go, wow. And do you know what makes it even greater than just wow? That's my God. That's not just God who created all that. That is my God. And I can celebrate the creation and the goodness and the deeds of my God. But it's not just his creation. It's what he does in people's lives and in my life. In the past couple of weeks, we've heard stories, what we call testimonies, stories of what God did in Ray Morgan, Jack Sinclair, and others will come. Isn't it great to hear of the greatness and the deeds that God does in other people's lives? And the psalmist gives an example of what he did. You maybe haven't had what Ray Morgan had or Jack Sinclair had about God providing for them. But this is what the psalmist says. I'm sure we've all been here at times. He made a dry path through the Red Sea. Has he ever made a way where there was no way? Because he's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's light in the darkness. No wonder the psalmist says there was be rejoiced in him. He made a way when there was no way. He made a path through the sea. He made a way. And then he says, you know what we did? We celebrated what he did for us. 
So often we just let things go. In our world, we rush and we don't take time to celebrate what God does. Let me encourage you. If God does even what you think is a little thing in your life, take time just to celebrate what God does in your life. Celebrate his made a way. Celebrate his provided for you. Celebrate what God has done in your life. In the Old Testament, it's full of God's people. When God done something significant, they just had a celebration type of moment. When he gave the commandments, the covenant in Exodus 12, they made some place to celebrate that. In Joshua 4, when we through and crossed the sea, they made an altar and they celebrated what God had done for them. You know, I think we need to celebrate more the goodness of God. Not just sing about his goodness, but celebrate it in our lives. Not just on a Sunday, but every day we need to celebrate. And celebrate, number three, his protection. Our lives are in his hand and he keeps our feet from stumbling. That's incredible. We need to pause and consider that for a moment. Our world is in chaos and not just because of COVID. There's divisions, there's wars, there's persecution, there's abuse, there's fear. There's things happening all over our planet which are bad. Our world is in a chaotic place. There's so much uncertainty, so much confusion in our world and maybe in your world. But pause and acknowledge this fact. Our lives are in his hands. The creator of the universe holds my life in his hands. The one who causes the sun to rise every day. The one who feeds the sparrow. The one who rules and reigns from heaven. The one who speaks life into being. The one who speaks and things are made. Holds my life in his hands. That's worth celebrating. Psalm 27 and 10 says this. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Isaiah 41, 10 and 11. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Isaiah 46 and 4. I will be with, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age I receive it I made you and I will carry care for you I will carry you along and save you I can identify with the psalm of Asaph Asaph, Psalm 73 when it says I was so foolish and ignorant I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you God, there's times we've all felt we've messed up and seemed stupid and foolish and senseless and thought God must think that of me. But then he writes this, yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. How amazing is that? Celebrate that your life is in his hand. He keeps our feet from stumbling. 
If you've been a parent at all, you remember when you had toddlers and they were beginning to walk and they were small and they'd maybe walk and they'd maybe can you stumble a little bit. But you know what? Because you were holding on to them, your strength caused them not to fall but just to keep going, to pick up. And that's the way it is with God. Sometimes we feel as if we're falling and stumbling and messing up, but he's got a hold of our right hand and he's holding us and the strength in his life and his hand keeps us not from, keeps him from stumbling and causes us to get up on our feet and keep going. You need to celebrate the fact that your life is in his hand. Celebrate, point four, his generosity. And it's easy to speak about celebration when things are great and things are going as well as you would hope. And sometimes it can be difficult. But the psalmist gives a great illustration here. He explains the experience where they went through fire and flood as a nation. It was hard. It was mistakes they'd made. It was not a good place. It was a struggle. It was not really something to celebrate. But you know what they could celebrate? The fact that he brought them through it that he brought them through that place. And God brings us through difficult times and difficult experiences. And this is the testimony of the psalmist and it's a testimony of many. We went through fire, we went through floods, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Other versions say this, a wealthy place, a place of rich fulfillment, a place of abundance to be refreshed, a place of expanse, a place, a land of plenty, a place of safety, a wide open place. Celebrate that it brings you through difficult situations, that it brings you through difficult experiences, but celebrate the fact that when he brings you through, it brings you into a greater place than you were before, a place of generosity, a place where he pours out his love and his grace and his mercy. He brings us through by his faithfulness, his protection and his deliverance, but we celebrate he brings us through into a place of more. God's restoration is bringing us to a place which was greater than than they've ever been before because his heart is generous his desire for my life for my family for my church for my city for my nation is to pour blessing and blessing and blessing on over them to bring us into a great place if you look at the nation of Israel they went through 40 years in a wilderness it was painful it was hurtful but they came to a place they came to a place where it took two men to carry a bunch of grapes. It came to a place of milk and honey. They came into a place greater than it had ever been before. And they could celebrate the fact that God brought them through. Not just that he brought them through, but he brought them into something greater. And I want to encourage you, if you're going through a difficult time, to keep hold of God and celebrate the fact that he's not letting go of you. He's still holding you and he's going to bring you through and he's going to bring you through to a bigger place than you were before. I can testify I've come through places of difficulty in my life, but I can testify I come through and I came through to a place where I grew in my appreciation of God. I grew as a person. I grew in different areas, and he brought me into a place greater than I was before the difficult times. So you can celebrate that he's bringing you into a great place. Number five, celebrate his forgiveness. I cried to him for help praising him as I spoke, because it's good when you come to God, not just of a prayer list, but a praise list with it. But listen, 
He says, as I confess my sin, he forgave. And he listened to me and paid attention to my prayer. Almighty God paid attention to my prayer. How amazing is that? But the greatest celebration, the greatest reason for celebration, it says, as I confess my sin, he forgave. That is enough to celebrate for the rest of your life. Maybe you're watching this today and you've never asked for God to come in and forgive you. You've never asked Jesus to be your savior. You've never acknowledged the fact that all your mess ups, all your sins, all your mistakes were dealt with by Jesus on the cross called Calvary. And today I want to tell you, you can just pray and ask God to forgive you and he'll come into your life. He'll give you a new life. He'll give you a new start. He'll wipe the slate clean. Because no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, you can say like the psalmist, as I confess my sin, he forgave. Because it's when we confess and acknowledge that we were wrong, he comes and he forgives us of all our sins. And if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be a savior, right now where you are, you can just say, Lord, forgive me. Come and be my savior. And I want to tell you, he will. And you know, that's the greatest celebration and the greatest reason for celebration. And when people do that, heaven celebrates. The angels have a party whenever that happens. And it's the greatest cause of celebration in our life. And for us all, we can celebrate 1 John 1 9 that if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Celebrate the forgiveness, but just celebrate the fact that God listens, that God, almighty God, listens. I've got people in my life, and I'm sure you have to, who don't always listen to you. But God doesn't just listen, he pays attention to my prayer. He's not half listening. He's not listening while he plays in his phone or his iPad, or watches TV, he gives full attention, he pays attention. Just pause and acknowledge that. The God of heaven, when I pray, gives me his attention. Wow. How is that not a reason to celebrate his goodness? God doesn't always answer the prayers the way I want them. Rick Warren said this, when the request is not right, God says no. When the timing is not right, God says slow. When you are not right, God says grow. But when the request is right and the timing is right and you are right, God says go. But even if he doesn't answer all the prayers the way I want, just the fact that God listens and pays attention to my prayer is wow, how awesome and incredible is that. Celebrate, he listens, number six. And lastly, celebrate his love. How amazing is this? Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw his unfailing love from me. Pause and acknowledge the good of the fact God loves you unconditionally. 
eternally, consistently. God loves you. Even when days you feel nobody loves you. Even in days where you don't love yourself. Maybe that's you today. God loves you. I remember at school, particularly junior or primary school, the girls would sometimes the boys, but the girls would get a something like a, a daisy and then to determine whether the boy they liked really liked them, they would get it and they would pull the petals one by one. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. I don't think it was an exact science and it was nothing to change the heart. But they were depending on a daisy to tell them. And it was 50-50 whether they loved them. And boys done it with the girls as well. But you know, when it comes to God, we can take a daisy. And it's not 50-50. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. No matter how many times you pull it, the end result will always be the same. He loves me. And today, celebrate he loves you. You might say, how can God love me? You don't know where I've been this week, Jim. You don't know what I've done. I want to tell you, the Bible says that God is love. And if God stopped loving you, he would cease to be God because God is love. And God is not ceasing to be God. God will love you. It's up to us to enter into that relationship with him to receive the benefits of it. But celebrate the fact that God loves you. You maybe have been rejected. You maybe have missed out on love. Maybe have been hurt by love. People have maybe stopped loving you. But listen, today you can celebrate the fact that God in heaven loves you with an everlasting, never-ending, powerful love which conquers all. No wonder we sing, God, you're so good. When I don't feel lovable, God still pours love in my life. And there's people watching today, and I know you don't feel lovable. You don't feel as if you deserve any love from God. And I'm here to tell you, celebrate the fact that it doesn't matter how you feel, God still loves you as much as he's always done and as much as he loves those who you think deserve it more. God loves you just as much. So as we come to then, it's summertime. Hey, rest, relax, celebrate. But not just summer, let's have a lifestyle of celebration. One of the greatest medicines you can get is to get a dose of celebration into your life. Pause and acknowledge the good. But it's a choice of celebration. Paul wrote Philippians 4 and 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice from a prison. He made a choice. You know what? I'm going to celebrate God. I'm going to sing about the goodness of God. I'm going to praise the goodness of God. I'm going to celebrate what God has done in my life. 
And in a moment, we're going to finish with that song we sang at the Orphan Time. God is so good before Kerry comes after that to close the service. But listen, today, make celebration part of your everyday lifestyle. Find something to celebrate about God. Celebrate his name. Celebrate his power. Celebrate his protection. Celebrate his provision, his generosity. Celebrate his forgiveness. Celebrate that he listens. Celebrate the fact that he loves you. We've all got reasons to celebrate, but it's a choice whether we choose to or not to. But for your well-being, I want to encourage you, choose to celebrate all that God has, all that he's done, all that he is, and you will grow in well-being and appreciation of him. God bless you.